Membership Mastery. Ryan, what is going on, dude? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Oh my God, how good was that intro? I was sat there like... Is this real life? That was, that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's season four participants or guests that we had on. A mixture of season three and season four. After season six, when season six launches, it's going to be a live show. I will be taking callers and kind of like a Dave Ramsey type of setup. Yeah. Be kind of cool. I can't wait to take like live calls. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's kind of like my way of like, did you drop your cue card today? Like, did you forget what you do for a living? Cause I'm going to eat you up. So, but it's not like, a, 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 it's kind of like a get at you show, but you know what I mean? So by the time season six comes out, we'll take a B roll and obviously that beautiful mug that you have as a face. And then we'll put it somewhere on this thing and we're going to rock and roll. You charmer. Look at you go. Look. <laughs> hey, hey, you, every once in a while, you got to like, you know, stroke the ego a little bit. It's just yeah. kind of, open, you know, open you up a little bit and have a conversation because wow. today we're going to talk about some membership mastery. Wow. And yes. there's a lot of people that I come in content just before we hit kind of hit record on this for the listeners. There are so many people that come, I come in contact with, especially now with Winject Studios about to like really take off with the, you know, obviously with the websites and back office. Chris, oh, what's the best way of doing memberships? I'm like, for you asking me that question kind of lets me know exactly where you are. Right. So they go, I want to be able to have a monthly return of an investment of recurring revenue of 30 grand. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that's kind of difficult if you don't have enough content and value to meet that sticker price and keep having them come back and come back and come mm -hmm. back. That's really difficult to keep them engaged. I guess we can kind of like start off with that. Like what kind of, I know you have probably it's about what, 10, 12 years of experience? Yep. 10 years. Ish. Yeah. Yep. 10 years of experience and obviously top notch, obviously advice when it comes to membership sites and really having that returning, you know, reoccurring revenue and whatnot and bringing more value than they, I guess, and ask for giving more value first and then building a relationship. Where did you kind of get started in that? Oh man. So I got started by pure chance, like by pure mm. and utter chance. I was just, I was approached by Betfair to help people to teach for Betfair. I was trading on the Betfair exchanges at the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's a, a betting company based in the UK for, for, for listeners based sort of all over the place. And I just saw that the odds were moving and you could effectively buy and sell and use it like a stock market. And at the end of sort of teaching people, People just came up to me and said, that's amazing, but I'm not going to do any of that. Like, I'm not going to do that. Can you just sort of email me every day what you're doing? And then I'll follow that. And I was like, so like 22, 23 at the time thinking, what? You actually want to pay me for that? Uh, okay. So I went straight onto Google and hit how to build a website and like a paid ad came up and it's like Wix and it's like, build your website without any coding experience. I was like, yes, there we go. I know nothing about coding. I don't want to spend any money. Here we go. Boom. And then I built this page that was just shocking. It was literally, I just called it bet green because people want to bet and they called it a green screen in trading terms. So I called it bet green trade assist because I would assist you with your trading and then I put a PayPal button on this page and I literally just put, I will email you every day the trades I'm doing for $14.99 per month, cancel anytime. And then I didn't put 
a HTML box below that. So it literally said open bracket, paper, close bracket, and no one could buy. So then I learned that you had to do that and actually started to go, ah, do you know what? I think I need a little bit more help here Mm -hmm. and started to go down the route of help. But what happened was people just kept buying and buying and buying. And I really had no idea why. And, you know, Steve Jobs says it's only by looking back can you connect the dots. I've got all this experience now. I've taken that membership, rolled that into another membership, and then created a monstrous membership based from that that has been the best thing I've ever done in my life. And it's all because I gave value first. So Mm -hmm. if I look back... Shocking. This is shocking information, ladies and gentlemen. Shocking. This is stuff that hasn't been said before. Exactly. I, I, it's, do you know what? Even now, Chris, on my YouTube channel for uh, for that one, I I say I can give you everything for free. Like I can give you it all. Like I, it just doesn't matter. I can tell you everything there is to know about this, so you can go off and do this. Mm-hmm. Because I know that if I, even if I give you absolutely everything, you're still going to have questions, and you're going to want those questions answering, and you're going to go. Ah, so Ryan got me to a point. Now I'm stuck. Now I need expert help. I need Ryan's help. Who are they, mm-hmm. they going to come to if I'm the one that got them to that point? So for me, just getting started was just giving value and just having a go. Like mm-hmm. I had a go and I put that website up and then I reached out to some other people in that world and said, you don't do football. I do football. You do horse racing. Why don't That's we? That's all it's about. That's all it's about. It's not that. Di- it's not as complex as people think. Nope. When you're starting a business, I don't care if it's starting a startup. If you are trying to get yourself from a high six figure earnings to a seven on multiple to eight or beyond, it's really not that complex. So look at your distribution channels. How many people out there as you would view as competitors, and how can you make them a community? And then ask, hey, you have something I want. I have something you want. How can we work out a trade-off? And it's really not, it's really not it's really not difficult. The more that you look at things in a broader view on what's actually available, because if you see things as as what's available rather than what you're f- trying to focus on and what's not available, then you're now going into a solution base. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. You have to know what you're kind of look for. Like my brain is only going to allow my eyes to see what I'm trying to think of. Mm. It's, you know, so if I'm looking for a solution or if I'm looking for the right antidote to solve a problem, then I'm going to go after that. But mm-hmm. most people have no idea what they're looking for. And that's where you come in. It's yeah. kind of like shining a light on it. Bam. This is what you need. Start with the end in mind. A lot of people come come in and like you said at the start, I want 30 grand a month. Okay, but you have no idea how to get there and you have no idea what to give people to get there. So start with the end in mind. Let's break down why you want this membership and actually, why do you want 30 grand a month? You know, a lot of- That's a great question. That's an offensive question. I talked about this when I came on your show. I love coming on your show. I was like, listen, make them tell you what they want. And if they can't tell you why they- what they want. And that's the most offensive question you can ask anybody. Why? They, prob- they probably don't want it. Or yeah, like who told you this? Who told you this? 
Yeah. Who, who told you this? Yeah, it's like, I well, they want that based on ego. I had a yeah. conversation with somebody very recently, and he said to me, I want I want 100 grand a month. And I was like, whoa. How much are you making now? Yeah, and to take from where you are now to 100 grand a month on a membership is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. 20 grand a month would change your life. 10 grand a month would change your life. Yeah, but I want 100. Why? Well... And when we got down to it, it was all ego. And actually what happened then was when we unpacked this, he actually would never have been happy having a hundred grand a month membership. Like it's, it's, it's achievable, it's doable, but the amount of time, effort, energy, work that you have to put in on a hundred grand a month membership is massive compared to a 10 grand a month membership. You could have less members, you can actually serve them, you can know them and, that's the secret thing about memberships that like there's a couple of things with memberships that I hear nobody talk about. One is retention, like that they're all talking about sales and getting more sales. And actually you should be focused on retaining your members and getting them a result. And two, building it around the life you want, you know, and I like that. Go a little bit more in detail on that. So the, like with the conversation with him, I said, how many hours a week do you want to work? Uh, well, I want to work from 10 till 2 every day. You ain't going to do that with a £100,000 a month membership. If you want a ten grand a month membership, wow, you can do that because you can segment your days then. You can have less members. You can have a couple hundred members. 10 till 2 is your window then every day. Once you stop time blocking all of those things, you know, the first Monday of the month, we do content. We create all of the content for your YouTube or your podcast. Boom, done. We then send it out to get edited. Then the rest of the month, all you need to focus on is serving your members and looking at your your numbers, tweaking here and there. What's your email open rate? Where are people dropping off? Where aren't you serving people? And that's it. Then you can go deep into that section and just keep going and going and going. Whereas if you want to go to the 100 grand a month, you're going to have to work. Like, that's, a, that's a huge so leap, man. Hard. That's a huge Massive. leap. You need a, a team a as well. Leap. 100%. And the right team bought into the overall mission, not just a job. Yeah. You it's, can go to Fiverr or Upwork or find people online to come in and do a job, but they're only going yeah. to do that job up to, this, I guess you say, the specs of what you are asking for, and yeah. they're not going to do extra. Nope. Not they don't give a shit you. about you. They don't give a shit about the business. So good at motivating them. 100%. 100%. That's a good point. How much do you see that where someone's trying to make that leap from a 10K to a 100K? Let's stay within those numbers. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a staff. What advice would you give them? Oh, man. It's all about systems. It's about systems there. And it's about your team. You need absolutely solid, solid systems. You also need an offer that scales and that's repeatable and that you can actually give value and you can deliver on what was promised. Mm -hmm. And then you need your team to be bought into the mission. You need to be absolutely on it. If you look at um, Ryan Dice from Digital Marketer, that business is huge. It's a membership, it's massive. Look at the team inside of that that business. They've Mm -hmm. got a community manager who is motivated, inspired, and they know that that person isn't going to stick around forever because they're going to give them so much training. That person is going to get developed so much, so many more skills. You've got to appreciate that as well. When you get to that level, your team are going to leave. You're exposing them to a world that 
they may never have been exposed to before. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's people as well. If they're they're now hanging around with different people, they are building your community. They are running your ads, etc. They will potentially go off and leave you to go do their own thing. And you've just got to be okay with that. But to, to get to that level, you need massive, massive scale and massive team with specific skills. And you also you're going to have to have loads of different avenues to grow that as well. You can't just use the simple, repeatable, et cetera, one person phone calls to sell, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to need bigger numbers. Everything needs to be better. You also mm-hmm. start competing with a lot bigger people, so your copy needs to be better. And when you make a mistake, you make it bigger as well. I want to take a couple steps back in your story just real quick. And I, and I think that this might really help some someone see something that's that's there, but they don't see it's there. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to make that leap and you're, I guess, getting to the point to where you're automating and there's a system, I believe that systems are the reason why I'm in this seat. Mm-hmm. If I don't, if I can't build a system around what I do and how I go about doing things at a very high level, and then also you touched, you touched on it, motivating, but I don't really want to motivate. I really want to dump in and pour into, I guess you would say my employees, but I want them to feel that they're working with me, not for me. Yep. And it's a completely different shift. And at some point, yes, they're going to spread their wings and go build their own business. And I want them to, and I reward them for that. Mm-hmm. However, they don't want to leave because they are bought into the mission now. It's kind of like, it's really difficult. So back in your story, like when was the, I guess, the first shift that you needed to make in growing your business? I'm saying, okay, I need to level up. That is such a good question. Do you know what? It was probably about 18 months to two years in when I was battling away just me. So I was doing everything, like the support emails. I was writing the sales emails. I was writing the sales page. And I've got a very, very obsessive personality. And what happened for me was I got exposed then to, oh, I need to get more sales because I wanted more sales for the membership. I wanted to grow that. And then I found this whole internet marketing world and I started listening to podcasts and I just became a sponge and I soaked all this up and I just realized this is me. I love it. I love the marketing world online. I love what you can do with it. And I started to really realize I'm not the best person to be doing all of these jobs. And I had to, I had to have a big, big mindset shift because I was very much, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to get this done? And then bring someone in, but still be a bit like, still a bit like sticky fingers, micromanager. I'd be like, I, I can't, I know I can't scale me doing all of this on my own, but how do I manage them? And I had to really learn to, to, to break that down. And it, it came from systems, but it also came from finding and reading books that, weren't like your newer books that come out, sort of your older books, not even books on management and all that kind of thing, just books on psychology and books on people and all of those kind of things. And then I came across a really, really fascinating um, video and it it was called Daily Weekly Monthly. And it said, just write down everything you do daily, everything you do weekly and everything you do monthly and then give away like the first task 
that it does not matter if the person you gave that to made an absolute like pig's ear of that. Mm-hmm. If they literally crashed and burned with that task, it wouldn't matter because it changes that mindset. Once you give that task away and you don't care if they crash and burn. And also don't give them all of the, this is exactly how to do this. They need to know how to do that, but you're giving the outcome, not the steps. So they can can find their own way because that's one of the things that, one of the things that changed the game for me was when somebody said on a podcast, not everybody sees the world the way you do. Mm Mm-hmm. And that that was like me running into a brick wall because I was like, whoa, how many conversations have I had where I've been running at my speed, which is why me and you bounce off each other so much because there's not many people that run with me at my speed and I expect everybody to run with me at this speed. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's, it's, no. it's impossible. They're, they're going to burn out because I'm, we're plugged into our source. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's what I do for a living gives me so much joy and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I treat it like it's it's my hobby, but it's my it's actually what I do. Yep. So I don't yep. know the difference between work and play, but there's there was times in my life where I wasn't recycling energy and wasn't dialed in, I guess you would say. Mm. Then I started realizing that people are only operating at a 40% level because they were doing things that they needed, they felt like they had to do. And I feel like I don't have to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I-, I want to and I get to. So that's a completely different shift. But then I put that into my business as well. So that's mm-hmm. another one of the reasons that helped me then level up. When I realized that, that not everybody sees the world the way I do and actually just got them to do the outcome. But then I also started to talk to them and say, look, you know, I've been reading books. We have these meetings, etc. And in my, my meetings, you know, I read the book Traction by Gino Whitman. And I said, everybody, it changed my life. There's a weekly meeting format in there. And you go through rocks and uh, they're like 90-day tasks and then to-dos and issues. Changed my life completely. But in the rocks, what I put in for me and my leadership team was personal development. So every quarter, we will all read one book or do one course around a topic that we're interested in. And then we'll feed that back on the meeting. So I like that. We, we start to see what other people are, are getting. And the fascinating thing with that is sometimes some of the people in the team have read the same book as me, but the di- takeaway they take is totally different. Then when we started implementing that to the rest of the team, it was just a game changer because we were leveling them up and they started to be experienced in totally different areas. And we found what they liked doing and what they didn't like doing. So then the energy that we run at for the interests that we have, they started to then have that same energy for the task that they were doing, because that's actually what they love doing. So for mm-hmm. example, my email writer, I have I produce a video. She'll take that video. She will create an email blast, not email blast, an email that goes out to highlight the why you should watch this video so initially most people would just go do that task off you go what i did was like have a conversation with her what about this task do you like what don't you like because i i want you to run at full capacity now if there's an element of that task that you don't enjoy or that's holding you back there might be someone in the team that likes to do that element i need you to be absolutely on fire because if you get these emails into people's inboxes. If you get them open, they're going to watch the video. They're going to connect with me. So then we had that discussion. And then also what 
you know, have you seen a course that you want to go on? What books do you want to read? I will buy you the books so you can read them. Then she starts engaging and I start to have this, it's a relationship again. I have a better relationship with them. And you you picked on it. They're all built, been built into the mission then. They love the mission. They know why we're doing this. And then we can run. I love that. In order to be able to run and operate at a higher capacity or in an optimal level, I like to call it, mm-hmm. 100% and be dialed in, you need to have everybody around you to be able to motivate or, or actually execute without you putting your attention on that. A hundred percent, which is why you need to spend, like we said with the membership, you reverse engineer it. You do the exact same when you are bringing people into your team to scale it. You find out what they actually like doing. You know, I am my, a lot of my, if anyone saw any of my interviews, they'd be like, that isn't the conversation that you just had. Surely I don't even really talk about work with them or what they're really going to be doing. I find out about them what they enjoy and a lot of people are taken back. Yeah. Um I just want to know. I'm I'm like be completely honest with me. If you don't like doing that task or you don't like that element of <laughs> what you are applying for, tell me. Like don't, I love don't that. I love it. just to interject just real quick. It's so funny, man. Now I know for why we mesh well. So on a different level than most marketers, I guess you would say. I don't really want to label you as a marketer or as a or me as a salesperson. I'm not like that person and you're not that label. However, that's our zone of genius and that's where we come from. That's where we made our bones in entrepreneurship, right? So there's a still a certain element there. I even sometimes when I have someone on a very first call, I call it a consultation or a discovery call, whatever people want to put a label on that, and I'm having a conversation and I'm going, I always ask him towards the end. I'm like, why do you think I haven't talked about the stuff you just in, you know, requested information on? Why do you think I haven't talked about it yet? Mm-hmm. I forced them to tell me. And, I, and it was like, I don't know. Like, I thought I was in the wrong place for a little bit. <laughs> because it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. This is, is irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. It's all about people. Getting to know people, mm-hmm. their drivers, what motivates them, why they actually want to do this. Mm-hmm. So when you ask that question, why do you want to do this? How many of them, I would probably say, I, mean, I would say guessing around 10% will actually tell you the truth, right? So oh. when you're asking that why, like, why do you want to do this? How long does it typically take you to get to the core and the root of what's actually driving them? No, it all depends. It mm-hmm. all depends on the person sat in front of me. Some people True. are just totally like shut down. They won't, they won't say straight away and then I'll give them a story or I'll, you know, try and, and prize it out of them. And it, it's usually by always by the end of the call. And if it's not, I'll get an email saying, uh, so I've just listened back to the, to the video. And actually you were a hundred percent right. When you said that I've realized that this is why, and mm-hmm. I think most of the time it's what they're not saying. Right. They'll, they'll put a barrier in front of you. And it's just, and I learned this from the coaching habit book. It's like, and what else? Because the first thing they bring to you is never the big problem. It's, and what else? No, it's never. It's the, it's what comes to their frame of mind or their perception at that moment. 100%. They're never going to tell you the 100%. So that's, I love what you said. I listen from what they're not telling me. Mm-hmm. 
What do you not tell me? Language. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm like, so what? Like, tell me, like, so Ryan, let me get this straight. I like that. That's a way that I cut it off. Yeah. And I do a recap, and I'm going to share with them now what I heard them say without me saying. If I'm hearing you correctly, that's a sales term. They don't want to hear that shit. It's like, Ryan, let me get this straight. Okay, hold on. Let's recap. You mentioned that, bop, 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 and I'll tell you how much I listen, okay? Ryan, perfect Perfect example to drop this question. How do you see the world, Ryan? Oh, that's an amazing question. Because you mentioned it earlier. You mentioned that I see the world differently than my team does. When my team sees the world differently from there. But I, if I was listening to you, I'm listening to you. Yeah. I'm proving that I'm listening to you. There's two things you said there that I really like. The first one is when you do that, if you get it wrong, people love to correct you if you get it wrong. Oh, yeah, so, uh, Chris uh, Voss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're straight in there, which is a great book. And the second one about you picking up on that, I see the world as a big curious playground. For me, it's just curiosity. It's, if you like, – it fascinates me. Children fascinate me the way that they play. You know, I put, I play with my nephew and I'm running around the garden with him. He's three and he's like, well, we've got to stop. And I'm like, why? He's like, there's a T-Rex over there, Ryan. And I'm like, oh my God, what? There's a T-Rex over there. And he's like, yeah, shh, T-Rex. We don't want the alligator to get us. I am like, you take me to All a family barbecue. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I will run around with that kid for hours because the, I'm the, just same. the imagination that they have it fascinates me how curious they are. And as adults, I think the more curious we are, the better, especially, especially as tech is moving at a speed that is lightning fast. Things are getting automated, whether you admit it or not, parts of your job are being automated and they're going to continue to do so. And people will have it automated, but what they can never automate is the human edge, which is a great book. And if you focus on the human element of your role, of you, you will do so well. But I, yeah, it just fascinates me. Curiosity, just always be curious. Mm. That just curiosity me, for me, yeah, it is my thing for me, and I, just as much as everyone else out there, when if you're just a curious individual and you really want to understand how do they go about their life? What do they feel on a normal, like a daily basis? So I'm like, okay, people ask questions. They go, Chris, no one's ever asked me that question. It's because no one gave a shit. Yeah. (laughs) Up until this present moment. That is my favorite response when you ask a question. They go, you ask really good questions. Because I'm doing my job. Yeah, my it, my wife sometimes looks at me if we bump into someone that I've never met. You know, just you, a chance encounter. You start talking to people, and she's like, "Oh no, they're talking to him." Oh no, Here we go. Here we go. yeah, they're talking to him. <laughs> and I'm like, "You got to be interesting for me to ask yeah. you questions, though." Yeah, I'm gonna be like, "Pow, pow, 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 pow." I want to know about you. Sometimes when I, you know, how you go to these uncomfortable dinners and shit, and that your wife or what spouse that takes you to, and you have to entertain the conversations, and you're like, "Oh shit, here we go." So then you go to the, sometimes when they're kind of like standoffish, I kind of like wonder why that they act this way or they so they're antisocial. So I start, I'm like, I take it as a challenge. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get this guy to like me and not like me personally, but like to want to have a conversation with me. Yeah. Cause we're sat here for two hours. So whether you like it or not, you are going to be talking to me. Yeah. But like, so how's the potatoes? You know, like I don't want to talk about that shit. It's like, so tell me about your life, man. 
Yeah. If you could tell me anything about your life, what would you want to tell me? Yeah, just like so That's a normal question. That's a yeah. sales question. <laughs> what would you what would you tell your 15-year-old self? Ooh, that's a big one. Just like, ooh, yeah. Or just one of my favorite questions and I asked this to you was if I could give you one book that you could forget the second that you read it because you wanted to relive the magic of that book again, what would it be? That is my favorite question because the response I love that is question. amazing. You still remember my answer? Oh. Oh no. But it's on my Amazon wish list. It's okay. Oh. Games People Play by Dr. Eric Byrne. That's the one. Yes. I love that book. I read that book, no shit, at least twice a year. Whoa. Twice a year, I read that book again. I Whoa. almost have it recited. Another one that I read that is much is 48 Laws of Power. Mm -hmm. I can recite them. It's nuts. Oh, it's man. nuts. I've learned in the 48 Laws of Power, I've learned that that book, that I wasn't crazy. I was like, I am not nuts. I'm not sadistic. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. I, maybe I don't have a problem. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Like, I'm okay. Like, maybe I don't have a problem. Like, I'm built for this shit. Like, um, th was it 42 or 34? Is it it's 42? It's like a stir up waters to catch the big fish. I do that all day long. I need, a, I need to make you a little upset to get yeah. to you. Yes. Yeah, 100%. I mean, my favorite, my book is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, so it isn't even that deep. <laughs> I just, I just love that book. I wish I could forget it. I was going to ask so you, like, what was your book? What is your book? Yeah, so, Harry like, Potter. Like, is that the English thing? Is that everybody here in England, like, loves? I went by the Harry Potter. Is, off mm. of, is it off of, um, it's like Regent Park area. It's like a Harry Potter. No, that's the, that, you know, that is, that's, that's not Shakespeare. It was the, it was the other one. Just the thing that they have here. Well, you have Watson. The... Watson. Um. Oh yeah, Sherlock Holmes. There we go, Sherlock Holmes, like museum. Mm -hmm. I did. Funny story. I walked in off of Lehman Street area. There's a uh, Jack the Ripper museum. Mm -hmm. I walked in there, bro, and it was like felt dark and cold and shit. And this guy walks up with a bald head. And he was like, "The tour is upstairs." I'm like, "Shit!" And I walked yeah. right out of that place. I was like, "No, sir." Yeah. <laughs> I, mm, I felt the energy in that place. I was like, nope, I ain't going up there. Nope. nope. It's not gonna nope. happen. I've seen enough scary movies, man. It's yeah. not going down today. I'm yeah. telling you, I am strapped. You don't want this. Not, yeah, I am not going up there. <laughs> Everybody makes that mistake in the scary movie. Yeah, I am go upstairs. I'm not going anywhere where I have to climb stairs. Yeah, yeah, because I can't get out of them. I'll jump out of a window. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. Like, so you're about an hour, I guess, two hours ish away from London, right? Yep. Are you from Lincoln? Is it Lincoln, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. Are you from there originally? I am. So yeah, I only had a brief couple of years away when I went to university. I was at Sheffield, mm -hmm. uh, and then I came back to Lincoln. Yes. Is that where your wife's from as well? Yes, she's a proper home girl as well. So I can hear the accent. I'd always, I didn't have you pegged for that area. I'm starting to learn the accents in London a little bit. Well, not really. I would say, I guess you would say more London than actually North. There mm -hmm. was someone the other day speaking to me, and I didn't know where they were from. I was like, "Where are you from?" They're like Manchester, you know, whatever they. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I was like, "Whoa, that's a strong one, man." I was like, "You, need, I need freaking subtitles." <laughs> yeah, I mean, you better never go to like Liverpool or Newcastle. Liverpool. Or I've been to Liverpool, and I was like, "Whoa, what are you saying to me?" <laughs> this is English, right? <laughs> Anyways, they, I don't know what it is. You know, it's funny. 
is that my ex will go overseas and I would be in, she would be an American. They love people from England, right? So I'm like, oh, you're from England. I mean, then they start talking. Well, the same thing happens from, to me here. Mm-hmm. Once I open my mouth and they pick up that I'm, I'm American. Oh my God, you're American. What gave, no, I just watch a lot of American TV. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. Gave, what gave that away? You know? <laughs> I don't know why, but we are, the Brits are obsessed with America. Like obsessed yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Especially reality TV. You're there. Yeah. It's catching on here. I noticed. Yeah. yeah, that has started. But then that tells you a lot about where we're going and why people watch that, you know, and if you break it down, people go, that is horrendous TV. But when people are actually, when you break down that, why, why do you watch it? It's comical, but they get to switch off for an hour. It's so mind-numbing that they don't have to think about any of their problems, anything that they're worried about. They can just watch this mind-numbingly awful TV, and it just takes them to a whole different place where they can forget about everything. It's true. You You do need to have places and things that you can almost not just unplug, but almost immerse yourself into a different world for a little bit. Yeah. It gets you out of the the which one? I like washing the dishes that you like washing. Okay. (laughs) You're like, like actually really wash them. Not like dishwasher. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I got it. Why do you think that? Why do you think? Cause it's just, you can just focus. You just switch off. You've, you've got to focus on what you're doing so that they're clean. And it, you I just don't think about other things. So mm. I'll, I'll plan my, my day out while I'm, I'll be like, oh, okay, so I need to do that today. That's the big thing I need to do today. Right, let's clean these pots. Just sort of, I used to like ironing as well until I moved I in I enjoy with my ironing, actually. Yeah, I but enjoy. then her clothes were all like squiggly and they don't lie flat. I was like, whoa, this does not stress me. This stresses me out. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's too many lines. Well, see, I'm part of the military, so I can put some military creases in some shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but don't you think with ironing, you've got to focus on what you're doing? And in today's society, it's so easy to do dual screen. It's so easy to be trying to do too many things at once, watching TV on your phone, on your phone, on the tr- whatever you're doing. But with ironing, if you don't focus on the clothes, you'll put a big iron shaped hole in your favorite t shirt. So, it's just like a manual switch off for me. Mm. Well, that's what I was, you know, you didn't realize what I was doing just then, but what I was doing and for the listeners to understand, like, what the hell are they talking about? We're talking about every, anything that you can turn into a membership, Hmm. anything. I've seen memberships be turned into from everything from literally from ironing memberships. That's what I'm saying. From cat training memberships. The best thing about, the internet and the membership world is if you are interested in a topic in a niche, there will be people out there on this planet that are also interested in it. All you need to do is find where they hang out and chat to them about it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Going where your clients are. Yeah. Fish where the fish are. So here's a really cool, here's a really cool story about that. It happens in nature. Killer whales in Norway, like killer whales in Norway, swimming around in the sea, noticed that their fish stocks were going down. They were getting more and more hungry. There was less and less fish. Do you know why? Because of the fishermen. So guess what they did? Instead of swimming further afield or diving deeper, they swam towards the boats, right, Mm. where where the fishermen were catching the fish. The fishermen 
chuck back loads of the fish that they don't want. The killer whales are just there going yeah. and eat it. I can't believe I've just done that live on camera, but eating the fish <laughs> that they're just chucking back. So if that's your membership and you're going to where the fishermen are chucking the fish back, how much easier is it to build your membership than swimming against the tide or swimming out further and further and further to get the members? You just don't need to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're, you're, I'm going to do a huge loop back here. And you mentioned earlier the, the retention, okay? Yep. So the first things first is finding something that in your zone of genius that you enjoy doing, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. yep. Choosing happiness over everything. I'm like, I enjoy talking about fishing. I don't know. Yep. Fishing, killer whales, uh, could be anything, ironing. Yep. Okay, that's what it is. How can you automate that, sounds like? How okay. can I automate that and then be able to go where my people are that want to consume this content? How yep. can I provide them with an extreme amount of value yep. and make it accessible to anyone as an audio, video? Yep. However, because people, some people like myself, I'm more of a visual guy. But then I'm also, when I'm out and about, I'm, I have to listen to audio. But if I'm sitting down, like watching a video, I'm like, I would much rather do that. I'll put on audio and I'll fast forward it. Like, what is it? This five or whatever yep. speed. And I consumed the content. But when you're going where, where this is, people don't understand how easy it is to take the next step. Yep. And the next step is going, okay, for me to be able to want to provide you this level of service and build on this relationship, I'm going to need you to meet me halfway. And that's becoming a member. Yep. Then you can look at how can I go from 10 members to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50, 200, 500, 1,000. And as you're scaling, then you're starting to add more stuff because you're excited about doing it. Yep. Then look at retention. Yeah. So when you, so just, We'll go to retention one second, but when we get to that 10, 20, 30, 40 members, yeah. three, three questions. When you've got members, and this does help with your retention as well, ask them, what is the one thing that they would miss the most if you took it away? Ooh, what, is like the, what is the one thing they would miss the least if you took it away? And what do they want more of? Because guess what we build our communities around, our members? It's not about you. People don't care. They care about the result that was promised. They care about themselves. Those three questions, they're going to tell you what they don't want in your membership so you can take that away. So that gives you more time resources. They're going to say, do not ever take that away. And then they're also going to tell you what they want more of. So that what they want more of, that's what you lean into. That gets you from 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 100%. members. And what will happen there is they will tell more people. So now you've got that, you've got that feedback loop inside of your membership and you're telling people what you're doing with the information that they're giving you, the feedback that they're giving you. Then when we come to retention, now we start to look at the drop-off. So we look at where, where are people dropping off? And one of the things that that I've really, really looked at was feedback. You know, I love I saw, feedback. I Good or bad, I love feedback. Yeah, love it doesn't it. matter, does it? You know that... I saw a stat that said 80% of membership site owners don't ask for feedback. I and I was like, understand. that blows my mind. I, I, and I asked people why. Is it really 80%? Said, is it 80 really 80? Jeez and Louise, man. I was like, why is this? You and egotistical they, mother truckers, you know? It, I, that's what it is because it's all comes down to the deepest, darkest sphere 
of people is I am an imposter. Accept, yeah, Why I'm an imposter and, I'm, and I want you to accept me on where I'm at. And maybe if they ask that question, they're going to get you are an imposter. Now, mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to do with my own membership, and that's one of the reasons why I, I started the membership matter is I saw so much rubbish out there of people going, I've learned about something. I'm now going to teach people how to do this, something that I haven't done that I've just learned about. Whereas I've That's learned part about of it. it. That's part of it, Ryan. Yeah. Is that people are trying to teach people shit they haven't done before. And I've been boots on the ground for years and years and years, learning, failing. And mm-hmm. one of the things I'm so hot on the feedback and I even went one level deeper. So the people that, gave me the responses, the 20% of people that fill in your cancellation form. That wasn't enough for me. I wanted to know if those 20% were a a good representation of the reason why the other members left, because they're just the people that were slightly more confident that said, this is why I left. Mm. So I just delved deeper and I got on the phone with those people and I found out or emailed them, why did you leave? Why did you leave? Look, just be as honest with me as you want. I always laughed i put a joke in there and said i grew up a ginger kid nothing you say to me is going to offend me come on i was six foot i was six foot 12 years old i was the tallest kid in my year come on it's just not gonna and i had bright red hair doesn't matter and what i found was the 20 percent of people that gave me the feedback fell into buckets reasons why they left the 80 percent that didn't also fell into those exact same buckets They just didn't come forward and tell me. So by you getting feedback in your membership, you can actually change the game. You can increase your attention. So that's the first thing, get feedback. The second thing is look at your support emails. Look at the emails that are coming through. Most people, what they'll do is just, They'll just put their hands on their head and go, oh, God, they've emailed again asking that same thing. 100%. you got to be ask them a question. Yeah, It's like this is on you then. If that person, if on day five of your membership, you are getting the same email again and again and again, where do I find this? There's something that you've done wrong in your onboarding, which is just where we welcome people to the membership. We give them a sequence to get them started. You just take all of your support questions and you make your onboarding better. So when they first come in, you tell them how to get the most out of it. Think about the best hotel you've been in. When you walk in, they go, hello, sir. What have you, what's your name? What have you booked under? And you go, oh, it's, uh, it's Chris, Chris Ross. And they go, oh, fantastic, Mr. Ross. Do you mind if I call you Chris? Welcome to the Intercontinental today. And then they tell you about the hotel, how to get the best out of it. That's all you need to do with your membership. And then the questions that they ask, keep a track on the day that they ask them and when they signed up, because then you need to alter that. And guess what? It makes your life easier because they don't ask that question. They get the answer. So that's what then starts to, to increase your attention. And then the big one, big one is just show up and give them what was promised did you promise that you was going to do a weekly coaching call yeah or make sure you're there do what your job do your job do, you always show up to your commitments um yeah. the best and kind of answered not to really answer but to tell you and i'm going to because i, I need to feel it this time is four seasons anywhere uh, uh, i'm going to stay to four seasons no matter what if, if it's a four seasons or as a sister company has been trained like a four seasons you walk into a four seasons and see what happens mm-hmm you're going to walk out and be like, this was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like this was awesome. But if this you break was that awesome. down, it, all it is, is just ridiculously good years and years and years of them finding out why people stay in their hotel. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You go back, 
you rebook and you probably stay longer and you yep. utilize the services, which is what we all want in a membership. I want you to consume my content because I know if you do, you will get the result that's promised. So for example, for me, I've put together a roadmap of basically everything I've done and it gets you to a 20K a month membership if that's what you want. If that's what you want, it'll get you there. That I can get you higher than that if you want, but most people, that is the number they want to get. That's the number. I can get you there if you consume my content. Now, my job is to get you to consume that content. So mm -hmm. I come after you with questions and I look at where the drop-off is. You know, this is something that um, George Bryant talks about all the time as well. I Where's love him. Yeah, he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite people that I interviewed in 2020. Yeah. And granted, and granted, when he came onto the show, we didn't talk about any of this shit. We talked about. Yeah. You know, I was like a heat-seeking missile to his energy, and I picked up picked up on some very much a similarity between him and I on mm -hmm. some things that we had to overcome, especially like prior military and whatnot. But this guy is like something. He's on. He's on something special. Oh. Yeah. He's something special. He's and George, if you're hearing this, man, I'm sure his ears are burning somewhere. This dude, he's on something special. He's special. But, but what? But all the all he's doing is developing those connections with people and seeing where they drop off because mm -hmm. he's giving you what was promised at every stage. What is the thing? Is it relationships over algorithms or yeah, algorithms something like that over algorithms? Yeah, and that's, I still remember that. And, and that's what. It, but then look at what's happening with all the iOS 14 changes. A lot of the Lambro marketers sat on their Lamborghinis, like living, telling you all about the laptop lifestyle. Their businesses have shut down overnight because they were built upon scarcity and selling and selling and selling and putting so much into Facebook ads that now Apple's gone, mm -mm, shut you down. And now they they just haven't put their business on solid marketing. Do you know that guy, he did the Contrapreneur Bingo. He's out here in England. His last name's Winnet or some shit. I had him scheduled to come in to do an interview and we wanted to wait until everything opened back up and we would actually do it in person. Mm -hmm. And I really liked his message. And I think he, what he did, he sold one of his businesses and I think he couldn't compete with the business or in that industry for about a year. Yep. So what he did was he took some of his earnings and invested into these people that are trying to sell you get rich quick schemes. And then we could go to these events and he's exposing some even high level people and he was exposing, I'll find it, but I can't find his freaking YouTube. I think he got shut down. I think Whoa. he poked too many bears. Anyways, but I think it's, is it Dave win it? Okay, something win it. Anyways, make a long story short. I really like this message because it goes against, it goes with everything that I teach morally and ethical when it comes to sales. And I hate this people that buy now or see subliminal messages or try to apply a lot of scarcity, limited supply that of a digital no product. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, I know. It's relax. Like how how is a digital product in limited supply there's nothing physical like he had nothing physical yeah um it, it was i'll have to find out i just wrote it down um i'll have to find the link and send it over to you you're really gonna enjoy it i was asking him like do you know him because i haven't heard from his team in a while mm -hmm. i can't wait for that interview because i'm gonna go uh, i'm gonna turn it up a couple notches i'm like yo all right talk to me about this guy because i have my own stories and my own obviously experiences with these people and it's just fun. It's just fun to watch, man. He was tearing them up, tearing but them up. It's just solid. You just solid relationships. 
get to know people, give them a result first, then guess what? They're going to want to give you their money. They're going to want to work with you. They're going to want to stick around. I read in your story and I read in somewhere, I think it was maybe it was in our last conversation. It was like six weeks is it a roadmap. Is it yeah. six weeks or somewhere around that nature? Like, <laughs> so like just kind of like just shining a light on you, obviously what you do. If I was a new member and I, I wanted to go to Ryan or membership mastery and say, yo, I need help. I would like <laughs> to take my membership site from 5k to yep. 20k as quickly as possible. Can I get there quicker within six weeks or can I, is it going to take me longer? I mean, how do you kind of answer those types of questions? So that all will come down to where you're at. So then mm -hmm. that's where I have a discussion with you. So inside of my membership, I have one-on-one -on -one private coaching included in the price. So you can send me a video. I'll respond to you within 24 hours. I have the forum. You can connect with me there. Then I have the roadmap. But what I do is when I, when you sign up, I'm at you. I'm Tell me where you're at. Tell me where you're at and what is your goal of this membership? So then you tell me, oh, Ryan, I'm at 5K. I want to get to 20K. Okay, well, realistically, how? when do you want to get there? I want to get there in six weeks. Right, okay, well, what's the plan then to get there for in six weeks? What have you planned? What do you think is the I plan like to that get a there? Lot. I like that a lot. What have you planned rather than yeah. me trying to be the person that's coming in? Dun, 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 Captain Ryan yeah. or yeah. Because, because guess what? If I come in and go, this is what you should do. You should run a challenge. You should set up a free Facebook group. You should put people in there. You should do a five day training. Guess what? If that's, if you're not that way inclined, you're never, ever, ever going to do that. So you're going to waste those six weeks. You're going to burn out. You're going to leave my membership and go, Oh, I did not enjoy that. I'm not going to tell you something that doesn't fit with your values. I want to find your values. And then I'll be honest with you and go, I don't know if your plan to get there is going to work. This is what I would change to get you to the 20K. Now, it might take a little bit longer, but you can get there and it's more st sustainable. Like and that. also, I want, I want to know as well what you can spend. You know, if you want to go from five to 20, you can do that. If you want to do that quick, you're going to have to spend some to get there. A lot of the times with membership businesses, people, it's their lifestyle. This is their lifestyle business. You know, they were a coach. They taught triathlons or, you know, they taught people to sell on Etsy or they taught runners or whatever it is. They make five grand. They take four out. So then it's going, okay. Four, well, four out to do what? Just to live on. That's that oh, so to live. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so, that's why they're killing. Okay, got it. Yeah, so then we need to go, Okay, so realistically, it comes back to the why do you want to get to 20? If it's an ego thing, then it's like, oh, this probably isn't going to work. But if you want to get to 20 because you want to take your husband out of work or whatever, or your wife out of work, okay, now it's a different story. Now we need to look at the sacrifices that you're going to have to make short term in the membership to bring team in and et cetera. And then you can follow the roadmap I've given you and then off we'll go. But I will give you everything. You will get everything from me to get to that point. Like I feel that from you. I feel that from you because here's what I see with a lot of, I wouldn't say members, like membership sites. They think that, okay, my membership site, just say for instance, this is 100% of your business memberships, mm -hmm. okay? In order for you to take that 100% of your earnings in memberships and put it back into the business and never touch it, you won't get to an optimal level. It's just, nope. it's just impossible for you. You cannot take, this is the way I look at memberships, like rev, like reoccurring revenue. That's to grow the business. Mm -hmm. 
everything else you do and earn, obviously passive income or whatever, however you're going about doing it. Yes, of course, this grows your business. That If you can't do it all the way and paying your internal staff with this and obviously breaking even, the first goal is breaking even. Mm-hmm. Break even. And give yourself a little bit of the pocket money, you know, the book profit. Well, yeah, first. I mean, that's, yeah, that's that, the course, you know, and it's, and it's true, but here's, I take it a step further. Like when you finally get to a certain level, then it's easier to do it this way. Like mm-hmm. say this is a hundred percent, how the rich stay rich and the rich become wealthy. This is a hundred percent. And I take the cutoff 10 or 20, this ball out, mm-hmm. ball out. Do what you want to do with it, man. If that's a hundred K have fun. Mm-hmm. It's other 80 that stays there. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I pay myself once a year, once goes into all the earnings and everything come into a holdings 20%. I ball out. That's my money. I do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Other 80% is growing it's investments or whatever. Took me a long time to get there, bro. It didn't happen overnight. And of course, there was times when I would have to, I've never paid myself a commission, but I would always have to make sure that I had enough coming in to obviously grow the business or pay a uh, breaking even. How hard is it to kind of like transfer that type of message to people that aren't grasping the concept on the importance of doing it short term and then long term? It's not that difficult dependent on the situation they're at. So if they, when they get to the pain of this is hurting me so much that I need to, I need to make a change then it's a it's an easy discussion if okay. not then we have to highlight what is actually happening so by you taking four grand out of your membership every month you're leaving a grand in you're paying a va and a few other different bits and bobs you're hosting and etc for your website doesn't leave you with much to scale that business now if you want to do it that way fine that's totally fine my advice would be to pull a little bit less out maybe go to like 3 so now you've got mm. maybe 1200 for marketing, for ads, for whatever, it, for the path that we choose for you that's going to work for you. Now we've got a little bit of play money to do that, but it's going to take longer. And it's just having that open and honest discussion. And that's, that's what it comes down to, which is why I changed my my pricing and my the way I do it now. So you can buy three months or six months. So the first six weeks, you've got all of that content. The next then six weeks is about me working with you mm-hmm. to implement I like that a lot. To what you've done. And the only reason I did it was people were staying around for for three or four months anyway. They weren't leaving. And they still don't leave. So like I can actually make a bigger impact with you if you commit to me for longer. So three or six months, you get three months of the membership or six months, it's all included. So you get the 20K roadmap, you get everything, you get a weekly group coaching call, you get a forum, you get private coaching with me and you get that for three months or six months and then you can continue on a just a monthly recurring then. Hmm. You kind of like, you, you actually what you do and it sounds that like we have a very similar method I get them to the point to where I kind of give them control overwhelm Yep. with content. They don't know what to do with it. They're, they're kind of give that the same look they give me. What do I do with this? How do I make this happen? Well, that's why you need me. Yep. <laughs> this is exactly why you need me. Yep. I can help you put this puzzle together. 
Yeah, and I'll, you know, I'll say to uh, people reach out to me, and this is another one they go, you know, that question that I, you haven't asked me, but I do get asked it on podcasts a lot is, how do you decide what to give for free and how do you decide to give for paid? I'm like, well, if you solve one problem for them and your experience, they're going to have another problem. Somebody came to me mm-hmm. a couple of months ago and said, oh, Ryan, I'm just really, really struggling with clarity on my membership. Like I've got people joining, but I've got people on a list that aren't joining. So I said, okay, well, let's power it out. Let's get this sorted for you. So, so go and ask your members why they signed up. Mm-hmm. Go and ask Go and ask your non-members why they haven't signed up. Look at the differences there because yeah. you're not communicating that than in your sales messaging. He was like, all right, okay, cool. Yeah, wicked. Went and did that. Now show that new sales page to those people and say, does this realign better with what you're expecting to get? He got like five five signups straight away. Didn't even ask for the sale. It wasn't a big sales pitch. Didn't even ask for the sale, five signups. And then I just said to him, so one voice memo from me that was like a minute long, got you five sales. Imagine what would happen if you worked with me for three oh, that's a great. That's a great way you just frame that. It's so powerful. Like, could you imagine what I can do with your business if you actually share with me beforehand without me trying to discover it on the first call? Could yeah. you imagine what could happen and how yeah. effective I could be? Chris, when can we speak next? Well, that's that, okay. That's a great question. I love that. I, I appreciate the initiative. I appreciate you putting forth the effort that you really want to work with me. I get it. However, there's a process from this phone call. It's being recorded. My team is going to listen for quality assurance to listen for what I didn't hear. Unfortunately, then I, you see my point. Then what I'm going to do is my team will be with you in 24 to 48 hours with my proper recommendation. And if it's, if it's appropriate for us to meet next. I take it away from you. Oh man, and I bet I bet before I bet they are refresh on that email. They're, they're, they cannot hours. like within twenty four hours you will be contacted by one of my one of my assistants or at least a member of my staff. And they're like pulling down on their phone for those. And it's an audio phone. note. And it's an audio note from me. I mean, but that's the, we live in a world where that technology now is just blows it me makes, away. I do all of my long form email replies as a loom video and people there's nothing go, wrong. there's nothing wrong. With that. See, I don't like, I do like they, my staff does loom, yeah. but see, I have this little nifty little thing that I, it's funny. It's like I'm on doctor and shit, like this little recorder. Okay. Yeah. This recorder look like a doctor and shit. And all day long, I'm going through emails. I'm going through what I'm just talking into this thing. Hey, Carolyn, what I need you to, of course, I'll obviously ask my executive assistant. Hey, can you get with Ryan? We had a conversation, something came across my mind and I wanted to take some time to give it the attention it deserved for a multitude of reasons. Here's why. Bop, 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 hit them with, and they get that audio note. They don't get the audio note me talking to them. They get the audio note of me, them crossing my mind. And I'm sending this to Carolyn. If you're listening to this and you are Ryan, there's a good chance my staff is sending this over to you on purpose. I want you to send back an email and and explain to me from where you think, why you think I'm sending this to you. I like it. They, they go, they go nuts. I mean, they go nuts. You they go nuts. Get, you don't get emails like that. You get big drawn out texts. Whereas no one, no one gives a shit. You just send a voice memo or a video. It's it just builds that relationship so much quicker. Mm-hmm. People get to see you and hear you, and they go, 
are especially in this game they can see the whites of your eyes they can see the way you move and talk mm -hmm. and you know most of the time my cat will come and join them sometimes as well and yeah, I'm me like, too. <laughs> here's that he's like he's sat with me now and but I just leave it in yeah just being just, authentic people trying to i guess i wouldn't say trying to be somebody or not they think they need to in order to get the level up they think they need to clean up Mm -hmm. It's not true. People need to understand that you're a real person. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like the difference between me and you right now is time and money. Yeah. Time. I can develop more, obviously awareness, acceptance for where I'm at, and then coming up with the right action plan for me to move. Then mm -hmm. this is the last A and I learned this from George. And then the last A. And then I'm going to hold myself accountable to get myself there. But I need to have the right attitude. Effort and attitude are two things you cannot buy at the store, my friend. And if, if you find that shit somewhere, let me know. I'll, I will try to buy it in bulk for people just to give it to them. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> when they give you the shot of adrenaline or the defibrillator, it's like, boom. Mm -hmm. They just put it into their system like that because, yeah. I, I, I will say that to people, though, when I'm on a call, I'll just go, I don't I don't think you've got the required amount of effort for the membership world because what you think is going to happen and what is actually going to happen are two totally different things and I don't think you've got the effort to get over that and keep going. It's it's so, true. It's true. It's I mean you want to show you want to learn about somebody, watch them try to overcome adversity. Yeah. I say, I say that until I'm blue in the face. I'll I'll ask questions. In order for me to actually really get an understanding on who you are and what you're about, I need to apply pressure. And I'm not going to apply the pressure on you directly. It's going to be done by indirectly. I like to do it by moving parts. You have no idea. It's actually me moving these parts. I, I'm like a freaking maze sometimes with people. And they're like, you how did that happen? You I'm should like, be in the film Tenet or like Christopher Nolan and you were just... Well, I have to look at I have to look at all the moving parts, and, and sometimes for them, I don't want to tell people how valuable I am. I want them to feel that. Yeah. Well, then you create a codependent relationship mm -hmm. instead of you being the big ego. They've got to be with you. It's right. And you picked up on this with your team. I, I, I'm with you as well with everybody. It's, you don't work for me. We work together, and it's the same with in my membership. Mm -hmm. we work together in the membership to get you to where you want to be. But tell me what you're looking for. Like, what are yeah. you looking for? Like, so I like, um, I have a daily email and this daily email, I broke it out because emails makes it really difficult for my staff to be able to maintain, right? Obviously getting to a certain level, but it started off as a daily email donkeys ago. when I was young and not a kid anymore, starting off in this game. I have them people that I was working with send me a daily email. What are, what are the three things that you learned today? Three biggest takeaways from whatever you're working on. Where do you think you can improve? And where do you think you need my help on? It's really not that difficult, right? I mean, and then, that, that could be a membership. That, that could be a membership right there. So you're looking at then you, if I'm doing a daily email Monday through Friday, I don't ask you to do it on a weekend. That's your time to measure and reassess your daily emails that you send me. You learn a lot about people. If I asked you, Ryan, to send me a daily email and just kind of give me that information, and if you're able to do it within 20 days, all I'm doing is I'm just showing you what I do. Yeah. 
now I'm being held accountable as well. So I'm actually getting indirectly. Get indirectly, yeah. you don't even see it coming. Which Indir- is why people join a membership anyway. They join a membership to get a problem solved and they want to be held accountable. Right. I was talking to a good friend of mine. She's a dear friend of mine and she has, she's a fitness coach and she is looking to obviously level up. Right. And her level, she's got the a natural uncanny ability or um, her boyfriend's out here in England, different type of ball game of what they do, what he does for a living. But then again, it's not about what she's exposed to. She has what it takes. It's just about getting the membership stuff figured out for her to not have to worry about, gaining more clients, allow these, put them in a pool and I'll let them be in a membership and you select them from that pool. Yeah. hundred percent. You Especially pull, if you you pull the right kind of- ones, pull the right ones from that pool every once in a while. Then you can send a message like this, Ryan, or Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> right? I want, what I'm looking for is the first five people to respond back to me. If you want me to coach you individually. Yes. Boop. Is that easier than you, you know what I mean? Having to take like 50 calls or 50 like consultations for you to get your clients? That's why so many people come to me anyway. They go, How can I turn what I'm doing into a membership? And I go, Do you do one on one calls? Yeah. Do you find yourself answering a lot of the same questions on those calls? Oh, yeah. Okay. You're definitely right for a membership. Let's take those calls and do it one to many instead of one to one. But then they go, oh, but some of those clients I just absolutely love working with. Okay, great. Great. What what we'll do is we'll just pick the best ones from that. We'll have a self-selection process and then they can raise their hand and you can work with the best ones. Mm-hmm. It's really not because, but it, you know, the problem, I'm not saying, I'm not insinuating that she doesn't know this information. She does intuitively. Mm. But she doesn't have the framework there and it could be a, a multitude of different things. One of the reasons why mm. maybe the uncertainty of, you know, not really being there before. Do I have what it takes to like really help this to the masses? I mean, mm. it doesn't really matter. It, I don't care if you have a membership and it's 10 people yeah. and they're paying you 20 bucks a month. Everyone's got to start somewhere. I don't care what it is. So it doesn't really matter to me. Like you go, well, how many memberships can I get in a month? Well, it doesn't really matter how many it's how many can you help? Yes. Ask yourself that question. How yes. many can you help? And then it, for that, that feedback form with daily email, whatever you want to put it, that feedback form is for you to be able to go, okay, now I know what I need. Remember, I, did I, did I share this with you on your show that the first 50 people I had, I had, I was looking for revenue one time. Mm-hmm. I said, Ryan, Hey guys, I needed to get, um, this one benefit feature for this one company, right? And I was contracted through this company. I was like, well, they're not going to invest in it. So I'll do it myself. So I went to my own members and was like, yo, first, I'm going to have everyone jump on a call. So all these, I need first 50 people to come onto this call. And from this call, I'm actually going to build my next program and you're going to get special release for it. We went through first. Okay. First number that pops out in the chat box. It makes sense for me to build out three videos and, and a pre-placement to go into this next set of videos, the sequence, then I'll do it for that price. 700 something bucks popped up. Boom. I had a 90 something percent closing rate on those 50 people. It's really, but you have to have raving fans mm. to do that. And they have to feel special from you. Yeah. But then, we live in a world now where anyone can build the Raven funds. One of the things that I've just started to do is 
as of July the 1st, was 90-day video challenge on YouTube. So oh one video a day for 90 days. Because I heard somebody do it on YouTube and thought, do you know what? I could do that. I couldn't get the idea out of my head. I love content like that. I love creating videos. I love doing audio. I'm like, I can do that. So I started it, the Membership Mastery on YouTube. And I started with no subscribers. And as of today on the 6th of July, not sure when this will go out, but I've got 12. And I'm like, that's 12 people that have gone, whoa, that's right. so so zero. So, so from zero in six days, 12 people have now gone, I would like this content. So anyone can do that. Like Anyone can do that. There's so much I... I want to still ask you, and I think that that's going to be for another time because I can stay on this this thing with you and talk all day long about this, especially this topic about you know relationships is where I'm at, right? So I have to, how can I give more to this relationship, and then that way I'm not going to resent them on on obviously not returning the favors, right? On, you know, like I got to make sure that I'm plugged in, dialed into what I need to do overall, and I can just do this all day with you. But if you let me hit you with this question real quick because I'm actually more like curious. So say, for instance, I was a fitness coach or if I was a um, business coach or just insert coach, whatever in front of that. And I had a like maybe a group of people that were raving fans, like maybe 20 people. What would be the best way before all the roadmap of six weeks? What would be the best way for them to start something pretty quickly? Oh, I love this question. So. Don't overthink your tech, even if it's just like a Facebook group, put them all in a Facebook group. But just think about the result which you get all of those clients. Mm-hmm. What are the steps that you take them on? So I like I always think about Mount Everest. Nobody just goes and climbs Mount Everest. They think about climbing Mount Everest, then they research Mount Everest, then they research the tech, the kit, everything they need. Then they go to base camp one, two, three, and then they summit. Your business, your result that you give is the exact same. The goal and then what are the base camps? Map that out and then reach out to those people and go, hey, I put together a group, a small group. It's going to be the first time I've ever done this, but loads of people have been asking me for this. Would you be interested? It's going to be whatever number you decide per month. Does that fit with you? This is the result you're going to get. This is how it's going to work. See if they buy. Just send them a, a PayPal button or your bank details, whatever it is, don't overthink it. Put them all in that group. Tell them how you're going to deliver what was promised. If that's you going live every day for six weeks to deliver that, go do it, see what happens. And see what happens to to you and how excited you get about going into that membership because it will light you up. Once people start getting mm-hmm. the results, that's the secret with a membership. You will want to spend more and more time in that membership because you love seeing the results you're getting for members. That's exactly how I do it. I love that advice. That's really good advice. Like, especially where I see a lot of people that are trying to gain more clients in their stories. It's a lot of time and energy you're pouring into something and you don't know for sure you're going to get a return. To get one client as well a lot of the time. That's too much. And that's too much of your energy that you cannot recycle. However, if you're sending it to one spot, so I'm going to send you to this one link every time and do a shorter video. Yo, today I talked about in the membership site, Talked about bop, 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 these three things. If you want to learn more about what, how we, how I actually helped my members get to this end result, opt in. Yeah, yeah, and especially in it's really not, it's really not, where it's, <laughs> it's like, really not difficult. Take the fitness niche for example. Mm-hmm. Once you've done that, 
then you can go into your your members and go right this month we're going to do this challenge you know like quit sugar challenge for this month i know that if you do this with a friend you're going to get a better result so what i'm doing is for every friend you invite into the membership we're going to do a deal on it for them because you're going to get a better result so are they now i've just doubled your membership bumped them you doubled it and also incentivized them to want to bring friends and want and to bring guess, people and then guess what happens you deliver their friend is in that membership. They're going to stay around longer. Why do you think gyms give free guest passes to members all the time? They do all the time. The reason why is they want they want you to have that connection. They want and you to bring at, a friend. Yep, and that's it. Like, listen, you bring me five friends, and they sign up for a membership. I give you the next three months off. Yep. Yep. I mean, is that it? Would that be a good business deal for and for someone that's trying to start a membership? Yeah, I am all for giving things to your members. Find out what they want and give them a result. ClickFunnels was built on this. So yeah, hundred percent. That was my. That, you're, well, I swear to God, we're still aligned, bro. Yeah, <laughs> just about to say ClickFunnels was built on this thing. <laughs> they built that business on two whole things. They built that on the big, big, big two comma club. So the first time they did that, like three people got the award, but the 10,000 people that sat streaming, watching the mm -hmm. replay and sat in the audience go, that's going to be me next year. Then mm -hmm. gets up in the next year, two or three hours, Russell Brunson's up there handing out these awards. And then he also did the dream car. The dream car was a real smart one. So once you've got so many sales for ClickFunnels, he will lease you your dream car. But mm -hmm. that, does, that does a few things. You're going to go and put that on your social media. You're going, boom, look what I've just got. Yeah, and I then have yeah got it. right. And then they'll even do the content and like fly out and film you receiving the car. Yeah. And then all of your friends go, how on earth did you get that? Well, I sold 25 or 100 people a ClickFunnels account. Wow, I'm going to go get me one of those ClickFunnels accounts. And then they mm -hmm. sign up through his, his or her link. And then it just keeps going and going and going and going. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just, it, there's really not that, it's not complex. That's one thing that I learned here on this episode. Mm. And then again, you have to have a creative mind to think outside the box. Yeah, 100%. And then just bounce your ideas off somebody in the know, get past your roadblock and go. And then get to your next roadblock and go again and again and again and again. And that's it. Mm. And because a lot of people, when they try to think that they need to build a membership site, it's going to take a lot of time and effort. It will, but you can recycle your energy there. Yeah. And you're, you're going to be sowing the, the seeds for, for years and years and years to come. You are putting solid foundations into your business that you're just going to be able to have the life that, that you want on your terms as well. Here's expert level. You ready for it? I've been waiting all the way to the end just to see if people will listen. Here's expert level. What? what, what, what? I want you to see if you're going to implement this shit, okay? When you get to a certain level and you want to reward people and they're looking for certain things that you cannot deliver on, it doesn't mean you doesn't mean you won't deliver on. It means that it's not in your best interest short term and then long term of obviously what gives you fulfillment. That's where a partnership comes and you can drop them in there. Exclusive offer. Yep. This is only for my members. Yep. You cannot get this price if you go to their website. And now I can control where you go and yep. control what you get and control how and when I deliver if it's in the right alignment. 
course, course core values, the ethos, whatever you want to do with in the corporations and, and how you're left. I built Winjet just like that. Mm, it's the it's the absolute best I way. Built Winjet. So many people have have just taken that. I do this element. Okay, now a partnership with this person. They do that element. Now we've just put the whole circle together and we're just rolling around. Dude, I built Winjet. I built Winjet. All the strategic official partners within Winjet Studios, mm-hmm. all of them came from me interviewing podcasts. And that provided solid value to the listeners. And then it just kept going and going and going and going and going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. think about, so think about this conversation right now. And I want everyone to get really used to the name. There will he'll be involved in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I'll be involved in some capacity doing something for you because I treat every person that I meet like their family. Mm. And they don't just I don't just say that. I hold myself accountable towards the end of every episode I mentioned. If there's anything that I can do for you, please let me know. And I do my touch points. My staff does touch points. Yo, pull Ryan to the side if you can in the next week. Same thing I do with members the same thing i do with clients same i treat everybody the same way i don't need to i don't need to change anything isn't it easier to run your business when you do that because you treat everybody the same you you don't need to pretend to be anybody other than yourself right i'm like i have a question i have a question for ryan and i can't ask him this question you can second send it to an email do i like email no I will send it to my staff. I'm like, yo, can you get book Ryan? Here's a topic. Here's what I would like to speak about. Here's some, here's my ideas. See if he's open to the conversation. If he's not open to the conversation, there's no skin off my back because I'm not wasting any energy. Mm. <laughs> He'll get to me eventually. Done. Love and every, every once in a while, I'll stick the dogs on you. So when I stick the dogs on you, I'm going to go after everybody you know around you. And I'm going to place, I'm going to put in their mind I need to have a conversation with Ryan. Here's what I need to have a conversation with him about. Here's what. Here's some of my ideas. Can you relay this message? I'm. I'm telling you. I'm ter- I'm. I am. I am the worst enemy of anyone. That <laughs> if you have something that I really need to have and need to get and obtain to be able to recycle, I'm going to say, "There's anything that I have available that you want." And if I don't have it, I'll go find it. All you need to do with me, Chris, is just get your executive assistant to send me an email. I'll open it and sort you out. Right. And be like, yeah, man. All right. So, because that's what I do for people. Like, if I'm not, if I don't have what it takes, or if I don't have it available at this moment, either I'll create it or I'll find the person in my business resources that's unlimited. I have an unlimited amount of resources available because I be I treat every person like a relationship, like their family. So there's a lot of people that would say a lot of great things about me. And there's also a lot of people that would say a lot of horrible things about me because they're obviously bought into their emotions <laughs> about how they feel about me, right? So but I, we were actually having a conversation about this. Carolyn's going to die. Shit breaks when she hears this. <laughs> she goes, there's no gray area with you, Chris. I said, like, what's that mean? She goes, you have a lot of haters and you have a lot of fans. You have a... <laughs> There's no in between. I'm like, I don't know about that guy. There's either I'm going to hate you or I'm, but the ones that hate me, they don't hate me. They just don't know how to tell me they love me. (laughs) 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 It's somewhere in your mind. You just, you're factuated, whatever that might be, or you don't know how to tell me how you truly feel. That's the oh man, I'm gonna leave on that note. I'm already on one. I got two more interviews and I'm gonna probably burst in a confetti today. It's gonna be fun. 
I mean, that was amazing. I <laughs> I cannot wait to go tell my wife that. <laughs> Just like, listen, egotistical. Like, no, I'm not egos. That's the whole thing. I can say that because I'm not egotistic. I can care less. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever you say to me is not going to hurt my feelings. I, I'm exactly the same. Skin like a rhino. You're yeah, not I'm like hurt me. all good. But if someone gets upset with me, that's how to get me. That means yeah. that if that if I, they felt like they're like you know it's the point of view conversation, they're caught into like what should have happened or what their expectations. Life, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, just to catch on to this, I want everyone to write this shit down. Life is filled with expectations and disappointments filled everybody's got a plan haven't they everyone's got a plan and so they get punched in the face mike tyson all day long that's gonna be a fun interview one day yeah i'm gonna have him be like you know you've seen him interviews and he just goes nuts i'm like you know you're a complete piece of shit i'm like whoa (laughs) like isn't mike tyson (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, whoa, I bet, would you tell him, though? Would you be like, look, you just, you just don't know how to tell me you love me yet, Mike. Yeah, that's, that, he would probably laugh. Yeah. He would be like, you're a crazy son of a bitch. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm crazy. Yeah. I well, don't want to take a right hook from him. No, but then again, I kind of like wanted to. I was like, you know, it would be kind of cool, legendary. I mean, like I got punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Yeah, just to see how it does actually feel. Yeah, well, see, okay, I'm a businessman. So, Mike, you have your, like, what is it, the Legends thing. What if we had, like, an expedition there? Jake Paul's doing it with the freaking boxers now. So, like, yeah. all right, so let's fight. <laughs> How can we make money from this? <laughs> so, if I'm going to get punched in the face by Mike Tyson, you're going to give me some green. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'll, know. I'll let you say that one. Me and yeah. Mike Tyson are not even anywhere near the same weight class. No, no. I mean, me either. I mean, I, I, he'll probably rip my face off. I probably won't make it to tomorrow, but it's, but then again, I'll be like, I got beat up by Mike Tyson. This is great. Yeah. It would make a cracking video. <laughs> it would, it would make, yeah, it would be, it would make a legendary video, but then also it'll make a great story for later on in life. Like I got punched in the face by Mike Tyson one time in an interview. Yeah. That shit. The internet just doesn't quit. It's not going to quit. Uh, anyways, but Ryan, I appreciate you, man. Anything you need from me, I'm one message away, bro. One message. So other than Thanks. that, guys, be well, be you, be great. Much love. Send feedback to 843-396-2104. If you're in U.S. or Canada or if you're in international parts of the world, different regions, send the same number, 843-396-2104 at winjet.com. Give us feedback. We've been saying the whole freaking call. Send feedback. Let us know how you felt and how we can best serve you in any type of form or capacity. And you're looking for memberships. That's the man. Go after him. He's not too hard to find either. So other than that, man, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Chris. Always. All right, guys. Be well. Peace. This broadcast is brought to you by WinCheck Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.